Well, hello there, Matthew Rose. That's all I'm going to say is what, hello what, there. What, what's, 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 what's the purpose? What? what? I didn't you think you were complaining about having Mandy Rose over your face. Yeah, if I had to pick something to look at for uh, a little bit, I think that's a good image. This is why he put me in the middle. <laughs> he was playing he around. He was playing around, so he could put me in the middle, so he could do this. I just, I know why he did it. There's a method. Oh, there man. he is. But here's yes, the question: Are you complaining better. about her being on your face? Yeah. Well, you know. Uh, <laughs> I can't really. You know. Well, ladies and gentlemen, as you can already see, the shenanigans have started. You got the People's Choice Dom Rodriguez. Behind the, the lovely Nikita Lyons, you have the Nubian Sumo, James. And, of course, you have me, the big guy, KG. We are your Saturday Night Wait WrestleManiacs. KG, I just realized something. Hold up. Time. We talk about diversifying our bonds. We can't have any diversity in our uh, overlay with the ladies. Can we get a, J, a couple of J Cargills up in here, please? Okay. I mean, <laughs> maybe, maybe, a, maybe a, a Naomi. I mean, you know something. I'm like, look, I just pull up whatever I see. See that? That's, that's, that's a lot of, uh, that's a lot of vanilla. Wait, that's all. I just put, I'm going to go ahead and say what he trying to say. It's a lot of caucasity going on around. Here. <laughs> <laughs> saying we need to diversify. Look, man, but then again, you know, I do what I can. Rest in peace. I do, I do what I can. That's all I can say is I do what do I can. Do it then. What's up, fellas? How y'all feeling? Oh, uh, like weekend of 2023. Rough week. Rough week. Well, I'm assuming we'll you're comfortable with that uh, shirt because you had the rough week. So go ahead and tell us. Uh, well, you ain't drinking nothing, but what you substituting and uh, you know what, what you're feeling with your shirt, all that stuff. Well, the Nubian Sumo tonight is, and I'm, and I'm not, and I know I've shown this over the past few weeks, the same brand, but we're not sponsored by them yet. We're working on it. Polar orange dry sparkling water tonight. We're going to go with this tonight. Very lovely drink. 10% juice. Got, got some actual juice in here. So it's not too bad. Not too bad. Now, as far as the shirts go. Diabetes. No. I'm all, well, I'm already, I'm already got I already got that going on, but so I ain't worried about that too much. Anyway, as far as the shirt is concerned, I'll bring the shirt up. The reason for the shirt later. There's a reason for the shirt tonight. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, and it has nothing to do with Don. <laughs> no, he means it, but that's okay. And uh, in honor of James' national pastime, I decided to make sure that you know tonight is also brought to you by Petroleum Jelly. <laughs> 
<laughs> I can't even get out the tagline, but you know. Uh, be like the sumo. <laughs> Use your petroleum jelly. It's a simple fact that he got it sitting right by him, and there's Jay Cargill. Uh, and he got the petroleum jelly. <laughs> right. Jay Cargill with the petroleum jelly. So I'm, I'm, I'm trying to figure out how you're going to pass something like that off on me. Well, because you're the one that, you know, this is just any normal stuff. This is baby love petroleum jelly. Ba ba mm. You got to be sensitive. Bro. Are you a pedo now? You said what? You're a pedo now. Mm. The baby love, baby, the, you got the baby love going on with the petroleum jelly? Mm, mm, mm. Ooh, let me go ahead and just send this joint out. You said you said you had some issues, so I just wanted to make sure that you know you would get your sponsorship right. No, I ain't got no, I ain't got no sponsorship with ba anything, baby love or petroleum jelly. Mm. No, you got me all messed up. Who knows? Will we start net first? I don't know, but that's the only Jay Cargill shot. Everything. Look, hold on. Let me go from. You know, I, I understand. You said we go from this to this to this. Clean up a little bit. Go to this and her custom render. Really, really. Look, it, it's kind of hard to find what you're looking for when it comes to Jay Cargill. <laughs> Let, let, let's just let's just put that out there. It's hard to find what you're looking for. I apologize for what's going on right now. I don't know where this is coming from. I don't know what I don't know what's per, perpetuating this tonight. It's called filler. Jay. I got to call filler. It's filler, damn it. This guy, since he's the one pretty much running the boards right now, so yeah. Filler. I don't know what what was going on, but we we gonna eventually start this show. I don't we know like when, that. but we triple gonna eventually X. start this. We finally going triple X. Vin Diesel and uh uh who was the second triple X? Oh, Ice Cube. Ice Cube. Well, show. What the hell you say? You heard what I said? No, we. If really you can hear, you can hear. We really missed it. Go ahead, man. God damn it. I'm, so, I'm trying to... That was a good segue into the goddamn going Raw 30, and you ruined it. You had one job. Ruined it. See? They, see? See? Coming handy right there for you, James. Coming handy. See? Do the motion again. Go ahead. Just, just go ahead and put your finger in there. You know, how, <laughs> you know how to put that work in. But either way, Raw 30... 30 years of Monday Night Raw effectively comes to a head on Monday. Believe it or not. That makes uh, you and I, KG, man, that means, you know, we've been fans for 30 years. James, well, I guess. We've did, never been friends. Did they use ropes in the Stone Ages? How, 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 did, how did you watch it? How did I watch what? Uh, wrestling back in the Stone Ages. I mean, were they just, you know, like the play-by-play -play guys were just crackling in on the, the cave, and then you went in there and looked at the cave markets. How'd that work out? 
Man, go on with that. <laughs> go on with that, man. How the heck did they chisel out slobber knocker back in? <laughs> well, puppies. Oh, man. Either way. So, Raw 30, you know, they're bringing back uh, some of the vets. We know we'll see the DX. Undertaker is coming back for Raw 30. Um, no word on Stone Cold from what I've seen, uh, but we got some other legends, uh, possibly Ric Flair. But who would y'all like to see? And what what type of segment would you like to uh, see that would celebrate uh, 30 years of Monday Night Raw? I defer to KG since he's the WWE guy. <laughs> I'm the WWE guy. Uh Segments that I'd like to see, I I know it, it wouldn't be possible. I would like uh, Christian and Edge to get back together for a segment. Um, I'd even love to see Mister Kennedy. You know, bring 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 back some some things from ruthless aggression as well as the Attitude Era. Of course, you know, like you said, Hogan's gonna be there. Uh, I hope Flair is there. I would love to see Batista there. I would love to see Evolution get back together one good time. Um, hmm. As far as segments go, I would love to see a reenactment, even though I know it wouldn't happen, a reenactment of the highest rated WWE Raw segment of all time. This is your life, Rocky. Mankind and the Rock. I would love to see a reunion of the Rock and Stock connection. One good time. There it is. That that'll be good for me right there. I like to see the APA uh, have a segment, but the problem that we have is D Bond's no longer with the company, so we can't have him at the table playing poker with the APA. Yeah, so, he did walk away. But my hopes. And then James, you could go. Is that in preparation for this? Considering, you know, we'll have some in there, maybe in a video segment, maybe not live. But I'm hoping that they spent some money and really did this properly by really cutting some checks and having people there that you wouldn't expect to be there, even if it's a walkthrough. So here, Tony Khan, his ten grand. We just need Jericho to do a walkthrough. Put somebody on a list and walk out. You know what I'm saying? Hey, Tony Khan. We need to borrow Sting. He ain't doing nothing right now. For about five Actually, years. he is. He's going to be retired, but he's not in an active super program right now. He is in Japan right now, getting ready to wrestle. We ain't got time for you and your segment. I'm just I'm saying just about saying, what I would like to have. What he's doing right now. He could do a video cutting or something, but they still got to get Tony Khan's permission. You know, bring some people in that they've had. You know, what the hell is the warlord? He ain't doing nothing. You know, hell, bring back Hawk and Animal. Bring back who? I'll just let this sit there waiting for y'all to get this. <laughs> oh, man, it took y'all too long for that one. Too long. Mm. I, I mm. say bring back the greatest team of all time, the Killer Bees. 
really good. Mm. Where's Greg Kali? He ain't doing nothing. Where's Shane? We can bring in Kurt Angle. We can bring in Diamond Dallas Page. Spend the money. It's 30 years. The next 30 years, pretty much all I'm be dead. Jesus. People are living a lot longer these days. 30 years from now? That's, that's you know what I'm saying? They, they're not all made young. Bless our heart. James, go ahead. I say you have the match that people have been waiting for all this time, decades in the making. You have it on, you have it as the opening match for a Raw, for this particular Raw. Loser retires for life. Goldberg versus Gilbert. Why not? Special guest referee, um, uh, James Ellsberg. I, 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 I like that. Funny. I like that. But, uh, what I'm actually looking forward to is a rumor that's going around right now that there may be, in addition to the bloodline, during this appreciation ceremony. And I'm looking forward to that. So uh, if it doesn't happen at the, at, the, at the appreciation ceremony, it may happen during the rumble. But uh, yeah, that's Tonga? what I'm looking for. What's that? Who is it, Tomatonga? No, no, no. Tom is still under contract. Tom is still under contract. Who? Is there another brother or is that all of them? From that generation, Tom is not a brother. Tom is not even a cousin. He's not. No. Who, Tom is the son of. Tom is the son of Haku. That's close enough. Haku, Anoy, who's not part of the Anoy family. They're probably related somehow. I thought they were. I, I thought I was a cousin. Yeah, but they don't recognize each other. It's related. Oh, okay. Really. <laughs> You, really? Yeah, they're not Haku the Anoy family. No. My life has been a lie. Yeah. What we learn on the show. So who are you talking about? Naomi. Yep. They said she turned down a contract. Did she? I don't know. I just said they. She they say she turned down a contract or she gave away a contract when she walked out. They've been on. She's been on pretty good. Apparently, from the uh, articles that I've been reading, uh, especially with Fightful, she's been in a pretty good speaking relationship with the higher ups in WWE since in the past couple few months. She's not getting signed with New Japan or the Stardom. She's not in Japan at all. She hasn't been talking to anybody else as far as Impact or AEW. So why not make her bring her back as the newest member of the bloodline? You got all these women who are branching off into the uh, who are single women within all these factions. Uh, Judgment Day, 
uh, uh, and a few others. So why not? True. We talked about it a while ago that she needed to uh, join the bloodline. So they're setting up Judgment Day anyway versus the Usas. So that I would actually factor in pretty well because guess who would come for the save and nullify Rhea Ripley. And 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 they talk and the rumor is that they're talking about making Naomi and Charlotte for for WrestleMania with the bloodline aspect. Yeah, Charlotte will put her over. Where does that leave Bianca Belair? Charlotte being the SmackDown champion, they talk about splitting up all these belts. Everybody's on. Oh, everybody's on the bloodlines on SmackDown. So why not have all the belts in Bloodline on the Smack uh, on the SmackDown side, and then if they split the belts up, just give them over to Raw. That's a lot of money being spent by Fox to make that happen. Wonder how that goes into uh, this purchase thing. <coughs> Somebody may be leveraging. We'll have to see how that plays out. But speaking of women. No new picture yet, KG. You had all this time. He need to find a picture of Ruby Soho going into this going into this uh, segment. I know you can find that. So James, you can talk about it because I know you've been around long enough. No joking, I'm serious in this one. Been around long enough to see truly um, the evolution of women's wrestling. From you know way back to you know Moolahs and Wendy Richters and, and all that up to now, um, we've had little pockets from here there. It's a, a a little bit of I wouldn't call it hardcore back then, but you know some stiff matches up until what we just had uh, last week on Rampage, which you know Ruby Soho getting busted open the hard way, and uh, Anna J getting power bombed by a Willow Nightingale onto the concrete, basically, because the only thing that went through the table was Willow Nightingale. So, um, you know, what's your take on women's hardcore matches? Is it really necessary? We know the fans are going to, you know, want to see just anything that's just hardcore to get a table or a chair out. And this includes Hell in a Cell, too, because, you know, you can factor in Hell in a Cell, um, and technically the elimination chamber. But is it really necessary to get the attention on the women's division or is it just a gimmick? I don't necessarily know whether it's necessary. Women have been trying to get equality within everything for forever, especially within uh, the, within wrestling, period, you know they want to get equal pay and they want to get equal booking and equal billing and the whole thing. And then you got this women's revolution where you know they want to be first at every, they want to have the first everything, who the first rest, first WrestleMania main event, the first uh, Hell in Cell, the first all this and that. So as far as them trying to get equal footing with the men and within the business. That's one thing, but going as far as 
this hardcore stuff, I'm, it's kind of a mixed bag for me because I can actually see it if the storyline or, or the uh, way that they're getting booked quantifies it. I don't see, I mean, and, and if it actually happens the way it happened with Ruby Soho, that's, that's you know, that just par for the course. But for women to go into hardcore matches like that, like I said, unless it's absolutely necessary for the storyline, I wouldn't want to see this on a regular basis. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's helped to get Dr. Brick Baker over. It's helped to get Becky Lynch over. It's most likely going to help Ruby Soho get over. Um, but I don't want somebody like, uh, uh, what's her name? I just had her name in Kaylee Ray. To go to have to you have to cut herself wide open just to be able to get over on a storyline. So I can see where it could be necessary. I can see where it could be placed into a match even accidentally and you just work it out as it goes. But for for something like this to be a regular uh, on a regular basis, I, it's not something really that I want to see. Just my opinion. I agree with that. And uh, KG, before we get to you, my only issue with the match from Rampage was there really was no no buildup. The Becky Lynch thing was just a a, a, a causality of you know a hit. Yeah. Rick Baker, same thing, capitalized on it. But this is a planned event, one of the many times that they've done this in AEW where you've got a match. What the hell was the build up for? Right. That's what I was saying. What was the purpose of a no holds barred match between those four women? And then all the purpose of the video package right beforehand. But we're not mostly invested in it. What about you, KG? Is it necessary? Do you look well, forward? I, I, I don't look forward to it. I don't feel it's necessary. But we have had those moments, as James James mentioned, with uh, Becky Lynch. You know, it, it worked out for Nia Jax. It also worked out for Becky Lynch because it gave her a huge push. But it knocked Nia Jax down a little bit. But she was able to play that heel character of the face breaker. And, you know, Britt Baker, everybody loved that. Because we were talking about that right there. We talked about that for about a week when that happened. Now, here's Ruby Soho. This is the part that you don't see. You can't sell that. No, I'm, 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 I don't, this is not, I'm not saying that women are dainty or they don't need to do this, but it, it, it what's the value? What's, what, what's our end game? If we make a women's, Hardcore division right now. What's our end game? What's our purpose? You don't have one. Now, when you do it with the men, there is a hardcore women's organization out there. I can't think of the name of it right now. 
But that's what, happens, that's what you go there to see. You know it's going to happen. That's the that's the whole purpose. But we're just throwing, you know, no holds barred, you know, murder yourself matches. For what? If it's one pay-per-view a year and you know that's what you're building towards and everything's going to culminate there on these feuds and then you start a new feud afterwards, okay. You know, like you know, the, the purpose of the Elimination Chamber initially was to come out with the number one contender or to come out with the champion towards the later years, but it had a purpose. But then are we also hypocrites? Because when the guys do it, uh, are we sitting there chanting, get the kendo sticks and this is awesome and Devon get the tables? Totally different. Totally different. I, I wouldn't expect a woman to take a bump week in, week out, night in, night out of going through a table, of taking a kendo stick shot to the head, of taking chair shot after chair shot. I don't expect a woman to take 19 chair shots to a head, to the head. Just me. I don't expect things like that. And I, it has no, I, I want to say emotional value, but it, it, it has no value to see a woman get her ass whooped like that. I mean, as a man, it doesn't have value because yeah, because I don't like you. So I want to see you get your ass whooped, <laughs> but it has no value. It has nothing. And to, let me put it into perspective. You can take, Let's say you take Jay Cargill, right? You take the lovely, the talented Jay Cargill. I'm going to have to put her on your face real quick, James. Hold on. You got Jay Cargill, right? You got her in a hardcore match with none other than the legend herself, Faye Jackson. Do you want to see those two women beat the holy shit out of each other till, they, till blood streaming down one of their heads? Do you want to see that? Who wants to see that? When in actuality, a one fall, one falls count anywhere, or 60, 60 minute Iron Woman match would be way more valuable than them in a hardcore match. It, it means nothing to see them beat the shit out of each other to the point where they're bleeding. And, you know, just to make James happy, I'm going to put Faye Jackson back on his face. Thank you. <laughs> but there, there's no value in that, so it's not necessary. Would you look at this move with me? Look like <laughs> Oh man. Look, I, I get what you I get what you're saying, but if it comes to that, if it comes to the fact that they need to get that ex extreme. To, the, to get to that point, then I can kind of see it. But yeah, but just for them to do that as a 50th and for the for a 50th win, no. No, I wouldn't, I wouldn't want that. No. Is it a it's generational thing, do you think? Because would you have wanted to see uh a match at that level? Would it be still entertaining if it was Tristratus versus Lita? Or back then where we just replace it. And okay with uh, Lita being extreme, and all it was was just her moonsault that almost killed her every night. See, with that example, 
that example makes it hard for that because they would have never been put in that position to do that. Now, if you'd have said maybe now, now in Japan you had a little bit of that. You know, it was it was some. It wasn't as bad as as bad as Brit or as bad as Ruby Soho. In Japan, you've had some matches like that, especially with Aja Kong and Awesome Kong and um, and Bull Nakano and some of those folks from back in that day. Um, if you'd have said something like Wendy Richter versus Medusa, I, I kind of see it. I, I, I can see it, yeah, definitely. Because they would go in. Yeah, they would go in. I mean, anybody that was anybody that was pretty much trained by Mula would go in like that. Mm-hmm. But once you get into the divas, divas era, I, I, I don't, I don't see that happening. So Sable versus Stacy Keebler and uh, a lights out candlestick match? No, no, has no value whatsoever. So no, uh, Nidia versus. Um, Jillian, uh, Jillian Hall in a barbed wire uh, death match. Only if that gimmick gets ripped off of her face. I was going to say special guest uh, uh, referee is the boogeyman. Only if only if Nidia actually comes out with a scalpel and rips that gimmick off of her, off of uh, Jillian Hall's face. Yeah. And- that sucky bum Jamie Noble came out there and tried to carry her out. Leave Nidia alone. She was hot. But speaking of uh, random people, next week begins the official road to WrestleMania. You touched on one thing, James. Um, but uh, let's talk about what we really would like to see happen at the Royal Rumble. And I want to segment that it's not so much in the other matches. Because we'll get into that uh, probably in a reaction show. But more so in the Rumble, in the men's Rumble. Who would you like to see show up? Well, you already got half the roster, half the roster, or half the half of the Royal Rumble match already set up. Probably won't be too much room for anybody new. We got about at least five spots, maybe seven. For we'll, we'll, actually, we'll say ten. About seven. Uh, Hall of Fame between Hall of Famers and just nostalgia, and maybe three new people. Well, I don't know. I have. It could be somebody returning. Uh, it could be somebody that they just have a one-off. I don't know. I, I, when it comes to the men's Royal Rumble, you know, it's already a given who is going to happen. So I think all truth needs to come back. Is it? He's going to be hurt. He's going to be hurt. He's hurt. They said, they said he's going to be hurt. Yeah. God, dang, truth. If I'm, not, if I'm not mistaken, he tore his uh, he tore his quad. Oh yeah, that's right. 
Yeah. The squad. He's gonna be out for at least a year. That's his first injury, and jeez, who knows how long? Might be his first injury ever. More truth to be injured. What about Hornswoggle? Not feeling that. Why? Why not? It's a Royal Rumble. Why not? They haven't had him. It's somebody different. No. I'm just. Who's that that was talking about? Who's that? Who's the? Oh, who was that that was uh, talking about that for a million dollars they would join? They would get into the Royal Rumble. Uh, the guy who used to tag team, the guy who used to tag team with Spanky. Oh, from ECW. Ken, uh, Brian Kendrick and who's the other guy that get a tag team with him? Uh, Paul London. Yeah, Paul London. He said for a million dollars, if Triple H called him to be in the Royal Rumble, he would he would go ahead and take it. But who the heck remembers Paul London? I would like I, I remember him, KG. But I mean, <laughs> what about Charlie Haas? Him and uh, Shelton could reunite. This Shelton just had his uh, uh, anniversary with the WWE. That'd be Since cute. Big Cass, I'm sorry. I said that'd be cute. Since Big Cass is in AEW, why not uh, Enzo for one night only? I don't know. What? Just a spot? He could come out with. He could be number one. Yeah, ain't, the, ain't, the, ain't there some bad blood there still between WWE and Enzo? That was that was Vince and Enzo. And Vince is back well, home. But Triple H is Triple H is calling the shots. One Not necessarily. Well, hey, at this point, the Royal, Rumble, the Royal Rumble has one job. If Vince is trying to sell it, you want to get as many eyes on the product as possible. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You talking about Triple H calling the shots, right? Was it that was WrestleMania not even a year ago? Shane was in charge of calling the shots, and he was overruled by some people that didn't even know what the fuck they were doing. Are you telling me Vince gonna allow something like that when you allowed your own son to get overruled and ran out of the building? I think not. Well, I don't know. Man. This way Shane was back there trying to run things. He was trying to he was trying to build himself up. He wasn't trying to build anybody else up. That's why. He got a. Uh, they got him out of there. But uh, hey, don't 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 distract me like that. What's, what's wrong with you? Why are you doing that to me? Are you trying to tell me to shut? Hell no! Nah. <laughs> look, I just look. I know how to keep you calm. That's all. <laughs> I know how to keep you calm. Well, that was new. You know, you know. <laughs> that was new. Like that and expect me to have, have keep my concentration. Heck yeah, everybody was derailed on that one. You weren't the only one, James. <laughs> I said, God damn. Mm, mm, mm. Shout out to Faye Jackson. That's you are loved and appreciated right here on the Sideline Junkie Saturday Night WrestleManiacs podcast. Yeah, have to go change his shirt on this one. Lord, have she won't talk to us. I keep hashtagging. I keep putting her in. I'm like, come on, man. 
Give me something. Well, we can just get the rub off that picture. We'll be good. Literally. But as I was saying, you know, I think stranger things have happened. And for one night only, one time, just to see what would happen, Enzo ain't doing nothing. Why not? Nobody would be expecting that. And that's the purpose of the World Rumble. Nobody would be expecting. You could be number one, and then you can have, you know, uh, Drew McIntyre be number two, and he just gets to Claymore. Throw him out the ring. Why not? Jinder Mahal. I want to see Jinder Mahal win it all. Oh, no. Even though Jinder Mahal is right now. Only reason why I say that because remember he was a main eventer. He got hurt and came back, and now he's a a lower mid card. This dude was a imagine a match, and I called this before: Jinder Mahal versus Drew McIntyre. We get give me a six month program. I'm telling you, it will do numbers. And a one man band. It'll do numbers. Put the hurricane back in there for one night. Shane Helms ain't doing that. I wouldn't mind. I wouldn't mind that. And then you know, right behind that, just because it'd be nobody be expecting. I don't it. know if he's gonna be drunk though, but you know, he can, he can get into it. Send Molly Holly out there too, Mighty Molly, and they would have to face off. <laughs> she's been around though. She wouldn't be a surprise. She's been. But she's she, been in the men's Royal Rumble. In the men's Royal Rumble. Oh, in the men's Royal Rumble. Oh, well. So, you know, those two would end up being together and then they would have to just eliminate each other. You know, nothing too crazy. No, they're not in a, in a gender match. And, you know, just be a, a fun thing. You know, they, they do their spots. They could be up on the road and then uh, somebody comes out pushing them off. I don't know. Just, just crazy stuff like that. I mean, you know, it's that time of year where anything can happen. You know, you know, you know we're fun. We're fun. Brock, why not? Doesn't have to win it, but why not? Yeah, but you, who's going to who, who are you going to throw who have throw over Brock, Brock Lesnar over the top rope? And why would Bobby you Lashley. do it? Bobby Lashley. But you can't give me a proper Brock Lesnar Bobby Lashley match that I've been waiting for for 13 years. But you'll give me that in the Royal Rumble. I'll pass to build the hurt business coming back because it will be Bobby Lashley getting the pushover, but it will be the assist from Omas, Shelton Benjamin, and Cedric Alexander with the pullover from um, MVP. MVP will be pulling them over. That keeps drop uh keeps rock intact as a beast because it took that many people to get him over. And then uh Bobby Lashley's you know playing it off like, what the heck are y'all doing? And the next day they pull a curtain call and all hug, and there you go for the herd business. No, no. I, that's you asking for a lot. That's all I'm saying. You oh, asking for a lot. I just gave you a gym and painted the pictures for you, and now you're like, that's just, that's just too much. Uh, you you, I said you're asking for a lot. I didn't say it was too much. You know it's a great idea, but you're asking for too much. What more do you want from me? TVs in the uh, in the stands? 
<laughs> Wait, we you already gave us that. I'm trying to get it. Goddamn trash. Goddamn trash. Goddamn trash. Goddamn trash. Who else? Come on, James. You gotta have somebody else. Like I said, it's a moot point as far as, as far as the men's Royal Rumble. It doesn't matter because we already know who's gonna win it. So yeah, but I mean it makes no difference. It makes no difference what you It's just fun, you know, just, just for the fantasy, the fantasy fun of it, just to throw out some names that people haven't thought of, you know, quite sure viewers, and they're like, oh, yeah, I wouldn't mind seeing this person just have a moment, you know, it doesn't have to be anything big, but just have a moment. Hell, why can't Jeff Jarrett walk out there? Because he got hurt with the back. Why not? You know you who I thought about? Really quick, it could be a quickie. I thought about DDP. There you go. There you go. Just a thought. Just, Just a thought. thought. Just a thought. Buff Bagwell. He's healthier. He's healthier. He, he not coming to WWE. He's still bitter about what happened after the uh the sale of a uh, WCW. Well, yeah, but uh everybody cool with DDP. And you know, DDP can smooth that over. You know what? Because he got he got Jake in AEW. I, I got one for you. Go ahead. Go ahead. And just because of what happened over the last week, you know who I'd love to see for Royal Rumble? Kevin Nash. Just to have him around the boys in the locker room. After after that comment that he made, I just would love to see him around the boys in the locker room for at least a week. Well, I would put him in Raw 30, but yeah. And that too. That's why I said at least a week. His knees is cool. I'm not even. I, I don't even care if his knees is cool. I only care if he just show up, but just to get him back in his element and get those thoughts out of his head because he kind of sort of scared me when I woke up and saw that he kind of sort of scared me a little bit. Yeah, I hope Sean and Trips called him immediately. What they should have did was just say, "Hey, come out here." Yeah. So that was some fun, you know. Just just throwing a little little business out there before we really get to the secret sauce. Well, let me let me say this before we move on, fellas. We were talking about the women earlier. What about the women's Royal Rumble? I mean, you only right now you only got four women. The women that have Royal Rumble, their Royal Rumble. Here's what I'm gonna say about that. In my opinion, this year's women's Royal Rumble is irrelevant. If you can prove to me. That is a purpose for it. Let me know. Number one contendership for each belt. Oh, oh which no, it's like money in the bank. What do you what do you, what do you mean? What do you mean? Contender for either belt, truly. Uh, right. I've also read that because of the lack of women. That could be in the Royal Rumble that they're actually hiring women or bringing in women to be in the Rumble. So the question that you posed for the men, you should have pretty much posed for the women because who are they going to bring in for the women's Royal Rumble? I mean, look at all the women that are going to be out of out of the contention for being in there. No Bianca Belair, 
No Charlotte Flair because they're the champions. You got, you don't have Becky Lynch right now. You don't have, I mean, who's who's supposed to be who's supposed to be wrestling Charlotte for, at the Rumble right now? It's Alexa, it's, wait, Alexa Bliss is gonna be out because she's gonna be in um she's gonna be wrestling uh, hmm. Bianca. I don't know that. Uh yeah, I said I said her name and yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm on <laughs> um I mean you got all these women. I mean Be- Becky and um Becky and, and uh Bailey are going up against each other. They might they might end up having another match or might be put in. But uh that's what I'm saying. It's there's no build to anybody in traditional war rumble mode. That makes me like last year I had to watch it. I was really looking for just the women. The men were just uh, something to do. But this year, to your own admittance, there's really nobody that's available unless they tap NXT and really put the NXT women in the rumble. This would have been great if Toxic Attraction was still there. Because Mandy Rose and Toxic Attraction cleared out at least half of the daggone thing. Toxic Attraction is still. I know that's still a tag team, but Toxic Attraction is Mandy Rose and these two girls. Pretty much. I mean, I would like Gigi to have a breakout moment, but yeah. Um, The only person actually who I think. May still green is all get out is the rock star because I like this scissor group. Uh, it reminds me of Sandy. Oh, wait, correction isn't Eric Young supposed to come back to uh, WWE? He may be one, yeah, yeah. They're talking about bringing back, they're talking about bringing back Sandy, period. So they could be, they could bring back Big Demo, uh, Alexander Wolf. And put yeah. them back together with uh, Nikki Cross, That's which fine. which falls into the three. Uh, what is it? Uh, meat and three vegetables groups that they got going. But unfortunately, there's still not enough substance there to make me want to watch the women. So I'm just gonna sit back and be surprised. We'll probably see Trish though. She ain't doing nothing. Lita may be in it. She ain't doing nothing. We don't see the mainstays. We'll probably see Trish. Probably Kelly see Kelly Kelly. Kelly. Probably uh, see uh, maybe uh, Victoria. Well, I don't know. Because Victoria was Victoria was at Hard to Kill. It was on the Hard to Kill um, pay-per-view kind of giving support to Mickey James before her match with uh, Jordan Grace. Who says James uh, may not be in it? Mickey James could be in it. That's what I'm saying. So why can't Victoria? But as far as Victoria, I don't see Victoria getting into the ring again. Oh, not the way she looking. Well, not the way she looking. Don't you go there. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I did, it, it don't look. It's not a good look. I don't see her. She's in no kind of ring shape whatsoever. How many of these people that are coming in are in ring shape? 
I'm just, just I'm just, I'm they just, may be supermodel still stature, but they're not none of them are root shape. They're mm. taking minimal bumps or whatever. Victoria can still I'm, do I'm something. Saying, I don't think she's up for one bump, let alone minimal. She's talked about doing it for a while. She can talk yeah. all she wants. I'm gonna have to send her an email. We don't need to talk about this, Victoria. This talk is James. Go ahead. Go ahead. Hard. He may not even get his intro video tonight. Talk bad about Victoria. <laughs> let, let, let me say this, fellas, because I gotta jump. I gotta go. Oh, we're about uh, to wrap it up now. Well, I got. I know, I, I, and I, I, I'll have to watch. I won't be able to participate, but I have to go. I must. Oh, I have to. Oh. I don't want to, but I have to. I'm dying right now. But if 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 you're gonna make the women of substance, if you gotta call up NXT or you gotta call up the Indies or whatever, open the forbidden door, and you want to surprise some people. Diana Perazu, Jordan Grace, bring them in. And hey, this is your this is your moment right now. This is your moment on the big stage. Not saying it's gonna be your last moment, but damn it, you deserve this. And there it is, you know. And you can make this exciting. I would love to see Awesome Kong come back and participate in the women's uh, uh Royal Rumble. You got you you gotta have that 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 one that nobody can beat. And I know it's a far fetched. Nia Jax. She comes back for one night. I'm not Sorry. like most girls, you know. I don't know about that one. Uh, yeah, that's a, that's why I said it's far fetched. That's way far fetched, right there. I'm gonna win the lottery on that one. <laughs> well, I haven't I haven't talked to her in a couple of days, so I'll call her and see what's what's what. Well, she gonna be mad about them images you've been posting tonight. Well, I can't post what mm -hmm. I got to her because you know, hey, 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 that's private vote, private stage. Bless it. But I gotta I gotta run, gentlemen. Y'all go ahead and, and have a uh a good show. I will be watching. So is the uh the FCC. So keep that in mind. Don. I'll be naked by the end of this. Shit, I gotta go. <laughs> For real. You gonna leave me by myself with this shit? Might as well. Yes, only you only you can tame them. How? <laughs> Only you can keep him in check. I can't. You know what? Call Big Sis. Tell her get on. She need to be on the sofa beside him somewhere with the unicorn. That way he'll keep. He'll stay in check. Exactly. She's on the phone doing something else. She ain't got time for me. That's all right. We'll send her a text message. She'll get off. After these all messages, right. I'll be bucket naked. Leave. It still sucks that, you know, my most favorite intro is yours. God damn. I, I put my whole pinky toe in that one. Shit. Yeah, you did all right. You did all right. Oh, no, you got to You did okay. You got to say it for real. That's that's a good shit right there. Like, I can't. I, I just want to put our new logo in it. I don't even want to touch it.
right, so uh, well, nine well, shit. Talk about the shirt anyway, I, give, wait for it. Oh. It's coming. It's coming. I waited fifty three minutes. I, I got, like you said earlier, there's a method to my madness. I'm, I got a plan here. That's a, it's I'm I got it laid out. Just deal with, just deal with me. Work with me here. Okay. So starting out, we're gonna talk about what's happening tonight, which is the last night of the great Muda. And pro wrestling Noah is having a show tonight, is having a show uh sometime this morning tomorrow morning early. I think it's supposed to be two or three o'clock Eastern time on uh, in the United States, which will probably be like five or six, something like that uh, in Japan in the afternoon. Um, this will be the last match for the character, the great Muda. So it'll be the great Muda and um, Darby Allen and Sting going up against Akira, who is known by Akira Nogami, Nakamishi, Marifuji, and then there's another wrestler named Jensei Shinzaki. Now you all may know Shinzei Shinzaki or remember him as Hakushi from the WWF back in the day. Japanese wrestler had all the Japanese kanji all over him and wear white, the white long pants and whatnot. Walked the, did walk the uh, rope top ropes and whatnot. That's him. Now, um, apparently, Hakushi has been a executive. Since he left WWF, he went back to Japan, traveled around a little bit, and ended up in Michinoku Pro Wrestling with uh, Taka, which is Taka Michinoku's organization. And he's not only an executive there, but he's also the only heavyweight wrestler in that promotion. So he's been doing, he's been kind of doing his thing still. Um, He's going to be under the character of Hakushi tonight in the in this match, along with uh, Naomichi Marifuji, who is a former GHC Pro Wrestling Noah Heavyweight Champion. Uh, the only uh, the one of two of the only men to ever hold the Junior Heavyweight Championship in New Japan, All Japan, and Pro Wrestling Noah. So that makes him a big. That makes him a really big deal. Uh, he, he, most of his um, work has been in pro wrestling, Noah, and he's won a lot of accolades and titles within pro wrestling, Noah. But he is uh, more so the Japanese legend of his own. And then Akira, who is uh, Akira Nogami, who uh, is uh, who you've probably seen and not known who it was. Um, he's more of a uh, he's a wrestler who dressed up in the kabuki type. Um, he has the mask with the long hair, with the long wild hair, and the uh, kimono that he came out in. Um, but yeah, he's uh, he's had some his he has some history with the great Muda character as well. 
So they'll be in a six-man tag. Again, this will be the last time the great Muda will be in the ring as a character. So then um, that goes into, into what happened last night or the, earlier this morning where they had the where New Japan Pro Wrestling, along with Pro Wrestling Noah, had a show called that they called uh, Wrestle Kingdom 17 Night 2. So they had Wrestle Kingdom, the original Wrestle Kingdom, on January the 4th. And now they're having their second, their so-called second night, along with Pro Wrestling Noah. And um, the show started off with uh, young lions, two, two, two young lions from New Japan and two young lions from Pro Wrestling Noah wrestling in a match. Uh, it went uh, a little over 12 minutes, and um, the New Japan team wound up winning. Um, Masa Kitamiya and Daike. Inaba from Pro Wrestling Noah wound up uh, beating Tomohiro Ishii and Oscar Lube, L-E-U-B-E, who is, as uh, I mentioned before, he's a German wrestler. He's a German wrestler, uh, amateur wrestler, who has joined the New Japan Dojo and is learning the and learning his the, the, the trade of professional wrestling within the dojo. He's only been in for um, maybe about six months. A big, big, tall guy. I mean, he's like maybe six, six, seven, six, eight, probably about three, three, right at 300 pounds. You know, kind of like a, almost like, a, almost looking like what Gunther's looking like now. You know, kind of like that body style and that body shape. So um, it'll be interesting to see how he progresses within uh, the dojo and to see where he ends up. So uh, to start the main card, you had uh, Hiroshi Tanahashi, Toru Yanu, Satoshi Kojima, and Ta Takashi Sugura with uh, Kojima and Sugura being the GHC Tag Team Champions. Toru Yanu having a um, a history with uh, pro wrestling Noah. Those four going up against uh, no Naomichi Marafuji, who I uh, mentioned earlier, um, Kenta El Fantasmo and Gato from B the Bullet Club, and um, the Bullet Club facts. The Bullet Club wound up winning, wound up losing actually that match. Um, they were trying to get Marafuji to join in with the Bullet Club, and of course that didn't happen. So uh, that kind of brought some comedy into the situation, especially with Toriyano being part of it. So uh, then you had um, New Japan Pro Wrestling's Elf Desperado going up against Pro Wrestling Noah's Yohei, which was a pretty good match. It could have been match of the night, Pretty much, uh, they had they put on a good 10 11 minutes, and uh, Elf Desperado wound up winning that match. Then you had uh, a six man tag with uh, from Pro Wrestling Noah, you had Amaska, Junta, Miyawaki, and Alejandro, who was a masked wrestler that I, I spoke about here on the podcast before, going up against New Japan's team of Tiger Mask, Ryusuke. Taguchi and Master Wato, of which the uh, Pro Wrestling Noah faction or team wound up winning. 
And then the interesting match of the night, which was uh, Pro Wrestling Noah's Yoshiki Inamura and Kaito Kiyomai, excuse me, I'm sorry, Kiyomiya. That's Kaito Kiyomiya, which is the GWH, GHW heavyweight champion, their top champion, going in up against uh, the tag team of Toge Makabe and Kazuchika Okada, who is obviously the IWGP world champion. Now, this match only lasted six minutes. And the reason why it only lasts six minutes is because some some stuff went down. Okay. So okay. in the match, you had you had you did the match, okay. So you got a match where your two top champions and two promotions are wrestling against each other. You're not gonna have too much interaction between these guys. And you're not going to have one of them going over on the other, really. So the way I'm, I'm th I was thinking that something like this was going to happen, but not to this extent. So about maybe four minutes into the match, you've got um, what's his name again? Uh, Yoshiki Inamura sitting in the middle of the ring. Okada has him in a reverse chin lock, his knee in his back. You got Kitamiya, the, the GAC champion, comes in the ring to help out his partner. He kicks Okada in the back, flat foot, you know, kind of like a uh, kind of like a push kick, no sell. He does it again, no sell. Referee comes to get Kiyomita. He pushes him off, kicks him again. Okada releases the hold. Is turning around like, yeah, I'm about to tell this dude something. And then Kitamiya kicks him. I mean, from behind, where the crook of his foot hits him in the eye and his foot wraps around his face like this, right? So Okada rolls over, sells it, sells the eye, holding on to his face. He gets up and commits to start beating this dude like he owed him money. It was crazy. I mean, it was like 10 minutes of total pandemonium and confusion. It was, it was, it, I mean, for it, it either it was a work shoot where they intended to do this and it went too far or they didn't plan this at all and this was just a straight up ass whooping because Okada put it on this dude. I mean, Okada let him have it. And then, and then you got the two tag team partners trying to break them off. The referees trying to break them off. You got the young boys getting into it. You got other guys coming from the back trying to break this up. I mean, it's, it's total pandemonium. And so after about 10 minutes, Okada's going up the ramp trying to go get back to the locker room. Kitamiya gets on the mic and is talking about, look, 
you want a singles match? We can do this. You know, we can we can do this for real. And so Okada comes back. They go back at it again. They show a video of Okada at, once he gets back through the curtains into the back, and he's just yelling and screaming like, you know, what, you know, so – I'm sure that's going to turn into something because they're trying. What it looks like it's trying to do is is that they're trying to put pro wrestling Noah and New Japan into some kind of relationship where they start going back and forth with each other. So it's going to be interesting how that turns out, especially since you got the two top champions of the two main organizations in Japan going at each other. So I don't could this mean a title unification? Could this mean a series of matches where, you know, uh between the two? I mean, this is like this key to me is a young cat who uh just recently beat uh a wrestler. I'm gonna talk about him in a little bit, uh, for the title. I mean, he hasn't had that title long. And I don't know. I'm not saying the key to me is not unproven, but like I said, he's young. So we got to see. I, I don't know if this is a way to build him up with, with the rub off of Okada, but we'll have to, we'll have to see. We'll have to see. But it, but that that was one of the interesting, most interesting parts of the night. And then um, now you and now it goes into a five match um, series between Los Ingobernales de Japón and a group, the group, their main group in pro wrestling Noah called Congo. So the five members of Los Ingobernables is gonna go up against the five, five members of Congo of which uh, Congo's Tadasuke winds up beating Bushi you had Hiromo Takahashi defeating Congo member Hajime Ohara. You had Manubu Soye defeating Sonata. And you had Shingo Takagi picking up the win over Kazukiko Nakajima. So that makes it two and two. All right. So the fifth match in the main event of the evening was Tetsuya Naito going up against Congo's leader, Kanoa. Kanoa being the former GHC champion that I was talking about earlier. So this is the lead, two leaders of this these two factions going up against each other for the deciding uh, match in this series. And Tetsuya Naito winds up winning the match. Now, after the match, Knights, as, as is uh, tradition, whoever wins the main event gets the mic. So he's on, he's cutting his promo. They do the roll, the LIJ roll call and the whole thing. He's getting ready to leave. He comes around. Uh, Muta, KJ Muto, was sitting on commentary. And he comes by, he gives him a Nod of the hat, gives him a look, and goes back. Muto leaves the commentary area, goes into the ring. Says, Naito, 
I've made my choice. You will be my last match. Do you accept? So Naito comes back and he comes in the ring and says, well, I guess I'm going to have to leave February 21st open then, don't I? So now your main event for February 21st, which is going to be the event for Pro Wrestling Noah, Muto's last match, Kenji Muto's last match, as Kenji Muto, not the great Muto. That's tonight. But tonight, but for Kenji Muto's last match, his retired match, he's going to go up against Tetsuya Naito, one-on-one. So that would be that would be a cool match to have. Now, um, one thing that I did leave out is that at the beginning of the, before they started the main card of this event between the two first two matches, after the first two matches and before the first match with uh, this eight-man tag, they honored Jay Briscoe. Jay Briscoe, as everyone knows, passed away this past Tuesday in a car accident that, yep. that uh, he had with his uh, two daughters in the car. Uh, the two daughters are in pretty good condition at this point. Uh, from what I read last about, the, about their condition, uh, they are saying that the accident was not Jay Briscoe's fault. Thank goodness. So, because, you know, that would, that would cause a whole nother part of, kind of hurt when it comes to that family right now, I'm sure. So, um, the, the, the pro wrestling Noah and New Japan got together and did a tribute to Jay Briscoe before the main event, before the main card started. Uh, you had members of both organizations, wrestlers from both organizations surrounding the ring with, uh, with um, Marafuji, Naomichi Marafuji, and Hiroshi Tanahashi in the ring, representing each organization, holding pictures of Jay Briscoe. And a 10-bell salute, five bells from New Japan, five bells from Pro Wrestling Noah. And then as they left the ring, they, they played his... Uh, interest music, the Briscoe Brothers interest music, and um, and, and and paid tribute to him. Now, you got a lot of organizations that have paid tribute in their own way to Jay Briscoe. You had um, you had uh, on Friday night, you had the uh, Viking Warriors wearing the armbands, uh, on, on, uh, on uh, you've had armbands being worn by other wrestlers and other organizations, and people using their finishers or or, or moves that he's known for, uh, like the J Driller or the um, or um, the Road Warriors uh, finisher the, uh, uh, that they used to do um, back in the day that they adopted. Or, um, the, uh, what's that? The doomsday, 
device, yeah. The doomsday device or the the clockwork neck breaker. I saw somebody using the clock where he brings them around and go tick, 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 and then hits them. Don, you on the boards, right? What kind of trouble you got? I got beef. And we'll, we'll substitute out the KG. And I, when I when when I saw what happened, or I heard what happened Wednesday, going into Dynamite, it pissed me off. It really did. I was very, I was, I mean, let me preface this by saying I didn't think that I would be affected by the death of Jay Briscoe the way that I was. I mean, I didn't go out and start bawling and, and crying and whatever, but it hit me, you know? I actually, whenever I heard about the Briscoes wrestling, it I was excited for that. I looked forward to that. Okay. I the way that I felt about Jay Briscoe's death, I thought I would have felt about Ric Flair having that heart attack and being in that hospital as long as he was. Right. That didn't affect me like Jay Briscoe's death affected me. Now, I said that to say this. Warner Brothers Discovery. You are a bunch of fucking assholes for not allowing AEW to have their tribute to Jay Briscoe in the way that they should have. This man... You are condemning this man for something that he said over 10 years ago that he has apologized for, he's made amends for, he's actually done things to counter what he said and to make up and make amends for what he did. You're holding him accountable for something he did 10 years ago in his death as much as he's done for the sport of professional wrestling, for tag team wrestling, and you're going to hold something like this over his head in his death? As many people in uh, AEW and, and, you've done, you, and, and now you got Ring of Honor that's involved in this now, and that as many people that have been affected by Jay Briscoe that have wrestled with Jay Briscoe and you don't want them to do a tribute to this man. But then you turn around 
and you have you start a show on one of your networks for somebody who publicly slapped the taste out of his wife's mouth in public? You're going to start a whole show, a whole series on one of your networks for somebody like this? Are you kidding? Are you serious? This is, this, this is, this, this, you already don't have a good look as far as what the powder public sees you. And then you're going to do something like this. So what's the reason for this shirt? It's Time Warner. Go fuck yourselves. Go piss off. You should be ashamed. Of you just made the list. You should be fucking ashamed of yourself. How the hell? How, get over it. But it's cool. It's cool. It's cool. It's gonna have some something's it's gonna it's all gonna come back around some kind of way. It's, it's stuff like this, karma's karma is a bitch. Mm -hmm. Karma's a true bitch. And some something is good. So this this type of thing is gonna come back around to bite time water discovery all up in their ass. And I can't wait. For that to happen. Yep. That's crucial. Couldn't have said it better myself. I mean, you got people out here just like uh, he was talking, uh, KG was talking about Kevin Nash earlier. Kevin Nash uh, talk, said some real serious stuff. I mean, he was I dark. mean, I'm, I'm, I'm just hoping that, I'm just hoping that the right will gets into his ear, and uh, and brings him down. Not to mention, the same week, probably the day after Jay Briscoe dies, you got a suicide attempt from Amari Miller, from NXT, mm -hmm. young, young black girl, who uh. Apparently, and I'm and I'm not sure. I'm not sure if this is the was the cause of it, but apparently, there was a Twitter, a tweet, that she made saying that who Ember Moon for Ember Moon was the only African American NXT Women's Champion. And that she wanted to be number two. And that got a lot of backlash from a lot of people because they were saying, well, Sasha Banks was NXT Women's Champion. And she says, well, she's not African American. Her mother was German. Oh, yeah. So that got a lot of backlash. And you know how Twitter gets. And this girl ain't, but ain't, I don't think this girl is in her mid-20s, if that. 
So I don't know. I'm not. I'm just speculating that this might have had something to do with her suicide attempt this week. But I'm hoping somebody got a hold of her too. But luckily, it was the attempt wasn't successful, and that she is in. Uh, she she did nothing. No nothing serious happened to her or anything ongoing. But um, please, people, if you have any types of thoughts like that, reach out to somebody. Let somebody know what's going on with you. Because for you to hold something in like that and not let somebody know what's going on to try to, and at least let them try to help you. You know, it's, it, nothing, nothing is worth killing yourself for. Nothing. Okay? Nothing comes from that. Look, look, think about the people that you leave behind and the things that you leave behind. That, you know, it's, 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 not, it's not worth it. So, you know, uh, it's just been, a, like I said earlier, it's, it's been a rough week for a lot of people. And I just hope that the few people that do watch us here, that we do give you some kind of release or outlet or, you know, your mind off of what's going on with your regular deals, day-to-day dealings, just for a couple, just for an hour or two to, you know, put a smile on your face tell you something that you don't know or just make you laugh, you know, but uh, know what's going on with you, you know, and folks, check on your friends. Just call them up and see, just call them up and tap, tap them on the shoulder. Just like, what's going on, man? How you doing? You know, you doing okay? You know, is everything all right? You know, just check on your people. Yep, and there's there's no way to jazz that up, so we're gonna end it on that note. Uh, we'll worry about bonds and everything else later, but that's that's something that just needs to happen. So we appreciate everybody watching. Next week is the world. I'm gonna be ready. <laughs> <laughs>